Okay, getting into the quarter of the pod, we're going to be talking about somebody whose perception of the public, well, not perception of the public, somebody whose public perception has changed drastically over the last three to five years. And there's a reason for that. And so now we're going to go over that reason. And what I'm talking about, for those who don't know, <laughs> is Chance the Rapper being sued by his ex-manager for dropping the worst album of the year. No, I'm just playing. Um, he was sued by his ex-manager for $3 million for allegedly saying he um, Chance the Rapper fired him after his lackluster album. Which obviously he goes into detail, which we're going to get over. We're going to uh, go over in this segment, so... With Chance the Rapper, when I was talking about the public perception, the whole idea with that, when he first came out and he started coming out with these tracks that was not different, but it was putting him on the same popularity status as almost of a Drake. Because the, especially when he came out with, I think it was... I think it was color i don't want to um misspeak on the album but i mean technically they said it was a mixtape but he put it out on like that piff and all the other mixtape apps and then all of a sudden it was just playable on spotify so it wasn't actually a mixtape it was like an attempt at trying to seem like a independent artist but at the same time not but i think i'm getting a little ahead of myself so the mixtape slash album that i was referring to is the coloring book which i think is chance's best album he or probably let's just say project because you know nowadays <laughs> people just be throwing names or anything so this is the best project that he's ever made for most people who are like chance to rapper uh rapper fans they always go to acid rap which i'm i never really listened to that too deeply but i just felt like coloring book was the album where he like arrived and then he went on a j cole kendrick type hiatus not putting out any type of projects so coloring book came out 2016 had the tracks that was going like crazy it was going pretty he had like everybody on it he had kanye lil wayne like th this project that he put together with coloring book was one of the was his best in my opinion but moving on from that that came out in 2016 then in 2019 he came out with the album called the big day which to be nice wasn't as um well received as the coloring book <laughs> just to put it in perspective so in that four-year span he went from being compared to drake and people um saying that he would be the next drake to not completely falling off but as far as legacy wise and quality wise completely falling off like it still did numbers somewhat but it didn't do the numbers that the type of like the type of promotion that he was putting on this album the big day that came out uh, last year just it wasn't they didn't recoup so the type of promotion he had outweighed well the budget the promotion budget he had outweighed the actual income that came in from the album hence why when he went on when he was trying to go on tour he ended up canceled like you could look this up chance the rapper cancels tour and it, this will all like come up 
so he was trying to go on tour but because of the album being so bad literally the perception of the album was so bad was received so like terribly that the sale the ticket sales was affected by it like it took a huge hit and chance the rapper you know he he's probably hearing the noise i know he was hearing the noise because he didn't come out with the album until four years later which is some kendrick j cole type stuff so for him to come out four years later and the, them the public to receive his album like this and then his ticket sales to take a hit he was probably just thinking like man they were saying i was going to be the next drake and now they like hate me <laughs> so he came out and gave a statement saying that i forget what type of statement he said like because covid wasn't even a thing back then so he said some statement like i don't even know he he, he said something like the sound stage wasn't right or the type of show he was wanting uh wouldn't fit in the in the arena like he was coming up with some crazy excuses like some wild out of left field type excuses like that type of you know that uh, fight off a street fighter that stretches like like he was going for those type of reaches like nobody believed him at all like it was it was pretty uh obvious that he was lying so um apparently he was lying even to his manager or his ex-manager because he came out and said that he was blamed for his poor performance of the 2019 studio well they call this a studio debut but it really wasn't um but basically he was the his ex-manager was blamed for his poor performance on the big day which he says it's not his fault so he said that chance the rapper really owes him three million in unpaid commissions because of revenue from touring streaming and album sales and merchandise so that may seem confusing for people like he didn't you just say he didn't go on tour so he didn't go on tour but his manager is suing him for the money that he could have made going on tour from that album if you would have because cause his whole we're gonna get into it like we're gonna i'm gonna talk about the whole overview but basically his whole claim is that chance the rapper didn't listen to his advice dropped a terrible album it was terribly received and so he ended up canceling his tour and bent in neg negatively af affecting like everything else that he had going on music wise and then he ended up using his manager as the scapegoat so his manager is trying to sue for what he could have made if he would have listened to him which is a weird it's one of the weirdest lawsuits you would probably see in hip-hop even though hip-hop lawsuits are pretty weird so i don't know that's why that's i don't know if i've said that before but that's reason why when rappers like this get when they get their first deal or they get their first paycheck they always put some not some they put a lot to the side for like really top of the line lawyers because hip-hop artists it's just the facts like hip-hop artists are targeted by police and, and other companies because of their you know the way that they because of their lifestyle like just to put it plainly their lifestyle is different from other artists like they some artists actually live the way they rap most of them don't most of all of them don't but for the ones that do you see either getting locked up or unfortunately passing away but i don't know why i went on that tangent basically what i was trying to say was the manager is behind a lot of the behind the scenes stuff and if you don't have a good manager and you if you definitely don't have a good lawyer then your career is not going anyway 
going anywhere. So this lawsuit's not too crazy in my opinion. So he came out with a bunch of statements talking about the album. And he was, okay, so basically he was saying the album was, <laughs> he said he told him not to put out that. Imagine your manager coming to you and, and just trying to break it to you that your album ain't it. So you, you're trying to put out an album that you think is like the greatest thing ever. And then your manager's trying to find, uh, figure out the nicest way to tell you that that's trash. Like you need to keep that. Like that don't, don't let that go out to the public. <laughs> like ima ima imagine your manager really trying to break it down to you like that. But so Chance the Rapper's manager was saying that because of Acid Rap and Coloring Book, he said that his partnership with Chance the Rapper remains strong because, you know, those those albums was projects was great because back then it was mixtapes was a thing back then. So it was it was more respectable to put it out on those type of platforms. So the mixtape Acid Rap and 10 Day and then following up with the mixtape slash album and coloring book definitely um, proved that Chance was here to stay. So his manager claimed the relationship was great around that time. Like everything was great when it was going good. And it was he was saying this because of the significant amount of work that he put in and the care and attention that he needed uh, that he put on his albums on not albums, but he put on making his albums receive the best way. So he's taking a lot of credit for these projects, basically saying that he was a part of it, too, like he was the mastermind behind it, which in the interviews, like if you go look up interviews back in. Uh, 2015 2016 which i don't know if people do this but interviews are pretty interesting like just listening to how artists think and how they explain what why they do certain things it's pretty interesting and sometimes it's, it's worth going back like i still go back to that drake interview he did with El elia and b dot so with chance the rapper's interviews back in the day you, you will see his manager which i don't know his name i don't know his name they're not saying okay they, they, his name is Cor Kakorian or Kor K I don't know. Yeah, we're just gonna call him ex manager. So he was in the background of the interviews, and whenever Chance would speak on him, like if the, a question was asked about his manager, he would speak glowingly about him and just over ex not over explain, but like just over show. Basically, he he would show that he was a huge part of the project so his manager is not making this up but maybe chance didn't want him to think that he was more than what he thought he was because i mean he bigged him up in all the interviews that i saw when his name was brought up like his manager's name was brought up but as far as in general or as far as now he's probably rethinking that just a little bit and his ex-manager is explaining why so he came out and said that the Big Day did have some positive reviews, which if somebody could find that for me, I would be, I would gladly like to see that because I didn't see any, I didn't see any type of good reviews for the Big Day. All I saw was memes about Chance loving his wife, which isn't the worst thing to to get criticism over, but apparently it rubbed Chance the wrong way as he was trying to get across a different message. Only in hip hop would you get scrutinized for having too much positivity in your album like only hip-hop but i think it's also the way he structured his songs like it's not 
It's not the most replayable. Like he doesn't have that replayability fla uh, factor, and he doesn't rap that well for it, for it not to be the case, you know. So, like people like Kendrick, when he came out with "To Pimp a Butterfly," it didn't have the best replayability, except for some songs. But you didn't really care that much because he could rap. And the reason why it didn't have too much replay replayability was because his slow songs and he was really getting off what he wanted to get off because he had something to say and it, it was mostly stories and, and stuff connecting to his life and with chance the rapper not so much like if you listen to hot shower off of the big day just know that he he didn't have uh, a variety of subjects to get into on that album he was just saying whatever so his ex-manager was fired in April 2020 because of the album and other stuff. And then he said that the ex-manager said that Chance gave his uh, responsibilities over to his father and brother. So he kept it in the family. And he said that they had little to no experience in the music industry, which might have been uh, true. He said he tried to reach out to Chance the Rapper multiple times, but he never really... Uh, they were really not they didn't ever get to this get on the same page and they chance the rapper refused to pay his ex-manager for under the party's uh, long standing standing agreement and well uh settled course of conduct so with these lawsuits well just one one that contains multiple the ex-manager is claiming that Chance the Rapper's father did come to him with, like, they tried to come to an agreement and offered him 350000 for his services. <laughs> so that compared to $3 million, he probably thought was a slap in the face, which is probably why, well, most likely why he filed this lawsuit. And then Chance the Rapper's team, to sum this all up, at the end of the day, Chance the Rapper's team came out and said Mr. Kokorian or whatever his name is has filed a suit for allegedly this is like a quote so it's not I'm yeah this is a quote I don't know if I said that already <laughs> but Mr. Kokorian or whatever his name is has filed a suit for allegedly unpaid commissions in fact ex-manager well it doesn't say ex I'm not reading this whole thing basically <laughs> basically Chance the Rapper's team said that the ex-manager is lying and he's already been compensated so i mean what else are they supposed to say he, he's right and we should pay him three million like these people just be that like they just put out lawsuits just to cover their own you know so with the ex-manager it's, it's not it's nothing that's gonna get really settled because you can't really sue a rapper for the album being trash and you thinking the album should have made this much when they only made this much so you should get paid this much like it doesn't work like that you get paid for whatever the contract says you get paid for like usually nowadays whenever a contract is involved you really have to make sure you know the terms and agreements because if they really try to because some contracts purposely try to confuse you like and then when you sign it those confusing parts uh, surprisingly starts to come to light when you get further down the line like you start to figure out what this word actually meant with this word and then the whole thing just you, you think you're in the three year and it turns out to be like a five or six year so yeah I don't really feel too much for the for the ex-manager I mean him getting him basically being the scapegoat for Chance the Rapper's Big Day album 
didn't doesn't sound like the greatest of circumstances for him but at the same time with chance the rapper i mean he was getting married and and it probably took a lot from going from that to the album like the energy it was just probably different like he was literally in the phase of getting engaged while making this album so it makes it makes sense why it his wife was involved in the, in the album so much i mean if you was making the album while you was getting engaged if you're an artist usually you use your emotions to make great records those uh emotions of being engaged was just heavily in the heart of chance the rapper which is why his album came out the way it did and it's not the worst topic in the world but at the same time you have to put catchy or just you just have to put good music behind the message and people re will receive it better and that's just that's just unfortunately that that just didn't happen with chance the rapper so yeah but click my link tree in my bio let me know what do you think of chance the rappers the big day album and do you think his ex-manager ex-manager should get paid and that's all I really have for Chance the Rapper. Hopefully he gets well and, and overcomes the, the I love my wife jokes. So let's switch it up and get into music.